Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Whether you're buying a new car or used one, it's a big investment, which is why you should choose Pennzoil Platinum. It helps extend the life of your engine and protect it up to 15 years or 500,000 miles, whichever comes first, guaranteed. That's because Pennzoil's base oil is made from natural gas and 99.5% free from engine-clogging impurities. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Enrollment required. Keep your receipts. Other conditions apply. See Pennzoil.com slash warranty for full details. Find it at Firestone Complete Auto Care. Evolution. Mojo Five O. You're listening to the Lanterns Radio Network. We are the network dedicated to empowering the individual, illuminating the truth, defending American exceptionalism, and inspiring future generations. Stay connected and get involved at lanterns.buzz. For great radio, get commentary and news of the day. Lanterns.buzz. Common sense, comedy, and freedom. You found the Defenders of American Exceptionalism on the Lanterns Radio Network. Louder in my ear than I thought it was. <laughs> That's your fault. I know. It is actually my fault. I must have my... I don't know what you're doing. No, it's not you, dude. No, it is. I got my gain turned up really Oh, you really got it really up? Somebody was messing with my thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs. You guys are listening to Defenders of America's Sexualism on the Lanterns Radio Network. Those of you who've never listened to or tuned in before, I'm Dylan. I'm Steven. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Not well, that I, I'm Steven. I, can, I wasn't going to say I'm Steven. Well, yeah. I was going to say you're Steven. Well, you know, I can, let, I, I can tell for myself. It's okay. This is true. <laughs> I've and done it enough times. This is the, <laughs> and this is the glimpse of the banter that is a back and forth of what we do all the time. It is. A little taste of what we do. So. Yep. And we just lost three more people. Yep. Oh. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, happy Saturday. Thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us. We know there's a bunch of other things you could be doing. And... You're here. Yes. So. Yes, you are. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's a Saturday. It is Saturday. And especially, and like around here, it's rainy and crappy. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Which it's means that cold. more people should actually be watching right now. You would think. Because it's crappy and rainy outside. You would think. Or they might be asleep. If they're asleep, then I don't blame them. I do blame them. I don't blame them. No, I still will blame them. I've been them. really tired lately, so I really don't blame them. It's <laughs> no problem at all. Anyway, you can find us at uh, DOAE Show on Facebook, which is where we're at right now. We you can live. also find us uh, on Twitter at DOAE Show. Go to YouTube at DOAE Show. You can also go to Patreon.com slash DOAE Show and become a patron of ours. Also get some good swag. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> we are also on 
<laughs> iHeartRadio under Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We're at Spreaker.com. Yep. Uh, you we... can also go to the Lanterns.buzz page and find us there mm-hmm. under Defenders.lanterns.buzz, right? SoundCloud. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just a whole mess of different places. Basically, if you can find... Uh, if you can a find podcast sound. or anything like that, yeah. If you can find, if you can find sound, we're pretty much there. We're so trying. You have no excuse. It's right. You, you have, have to no listen. Excuse. You should be listening. Your parents should be listening. Exactly. You and your be, children. You well, be. no, no, no. Sorry, your children shouldn't always be listening because some of the subjects that we do we talk did. about That's are probably a little say, bit touchy. We try that. to keep it a family show, but but the some some of the subjects that we push into. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, you have no excuse. Play for your dog while you're out of the house. I'm good. <laughs> oh, uh, I would be good with that, actually. Uh, yeah. Side note, we actually have advertisers now. We do. So uh, you will be hearing throughout the breaks, you will be hearing our Actual commercials. You will be hearing real commercials. Holy um, smokes, we're getting legit, they, lol. They are not fake. They are real commercials. Yeah. Um, if it is something that attunes to you, please check it out. Go talk to them. Um, that will support them and help support us. Helps us keep the lights on. That's right. Well, I all mean, right. Yeah. Well, sort of. Sort of. In a in, in a really roundabout kind of way. Yes. But anyway, eventually. <laughs> Great show plan this evening. Um, first off, we're going to start with a uh, somebody actually local. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of made the viral scene. Yes. Um, he his name is Mark Robinson. He's a Greensboro native who uh, was at a. City council meeting mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Yep, and the thing that set him apart was um, he kind of had a rant. Um, How about we just hear it? You know what? Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I'm trying to think of ways to, to let's, let's just say roll, it. He, roll he, that, that beautiful bean. Himself. Go ahead. Roll that beautiful bean footage, mm-hmm. Mr. Robinson. Yes. Uh, my name is Mark Robinson. I've lived in Greensboro all my life. Uh, I didn't have time to. Write a fancy speech. I didn't have time to, you know, I didn't have the the resource of a English teacher to sit down and write a speech with at school today and be, you know, bought over here or practice or anything. What I really came down here for is this. Uh, I've heard a whole lot of people in here talking tonight about this group and that group, domestic violence, blacks, these minorities and that minority. What I want to know is, when are you all going to start standing up for the majority? And here's who the majority is. I'm the majority. I'm a law-abiding citizen who's never shot anybody, never committed a serious crime, never committed a felony. I've never done anything like that. But it seems like every time we have one of these shootings, nobody wants to blame, put the blame where it goes, which is at the shooter's feet. You want to put it at my feet. You want to turn around and restrict my right, constitutional right that's spelled out in black and white, You want to restrict my right to buy a firearm and protect myself from some of the very people you're talking about in here tonight. It's ridiculous. I don't think Rod Serling could come up with a better script. It does not make any sense. The law-abiding citizens of this community and many communities around this country, we're the first ones taxed and the last ones considered Mm -hmm. and the first ones punished when things like this happens because our rights are the ones that are being taken away. That's the reason why I came down here today. Gun show or no gun show, NRA or no NRA. I'm here to stand up for the law-abiding citizens of this community because I'm going to tell you that what's going to happen. You can take the guns away from us all you want to. You all write a law, I follow the law, I'll bring my guns down here, I'll turn them in. But here's what's going to happen. The Crips and the Bloods on the other side of town, 
They're not going to turn their guns in. No. They're going to hold on to them. Whoa, 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 um, you, 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 whoa. Do you have a problem when you say something? Whoa. Hold on. What's going on? That was, I mean, you just, you literally did. That was so good. Like, I'm, I got goosebumps on my goosebumps. I know. <laughs> I know. But what is he saying? Is he saying that the bad guys aren't going to abide by the law? I know. It's a weird concept, isn't it? Is that weird? I know we've been told repeatedly. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll clear it up. Maybe, maybe but I, I don't know. I, we'll see. I Let's like, keep going. We'll and see. And what's going to happen when you have to send the police down there to go take them? The police can barely enforce the law as it is. As what I see, we demonize the police, criminalize and, and, and vilify the police, and we make the criminals into victims. And mm. we're talking about restricting guns? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that when the police department's already hamstrung? You're not going to be able to go down here and take these guns from these criminals. So the criminals are going to hold on to their guns. They're still going to have them. They're still going to break in my house, and they're still going to shoot me with them. And guess who's going to be the one that suffers? It's going to be me. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight, it is not going to happen without a fight. And when I say fight, I don't mean shots fired. I don't mean fists thrown. I mean, I'm going to come down here to this city council and raise hell just like these loonies from the left do until you listen to the majority of the people in this city. And I am the majority. The majority of the people in this city are law-abiding. And they follow the law. And they want their constitutional right to be able to bear, to bear arms. They want to be able to gun sh- go to the gun show and buy a hunting rifle or a sport, or sport rifle. There are no military-grade weapons sold, showed, uh, sold at the uh, gun show. An AR-15 is not a military-grade weapon. Anybody that would go into combat with an AR-15 is a fool. It's a semi-automatic 22 rifle. You'd be killed well, in 15 minutes in combat with that thing. Basically. So well, hold on. No, I, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just, just for clarification, an AR-15 is not, not a, 22. a 22. It's a glorified 22. It's a, it's it's, but it's not a. It's a not a 22, 22. But it's not that strong, is what mm-hmm. he's saying. He's and I got that, but it's it. <laughs> he's saying I get I get the point, but I just understand. wanted for clarification. Okay, because you never for know. For clarification: It is not actually a 22. No, uh, but it's not that strong. Yeah, no, it's I not believe, strong I believe, enough to I believe beat a the actual. It's a five-five-six, I believe. Yeah, but it's something like you know, that. Something but anyway, but yeah, anyway. No, just to clarify, go ahead. Wait a moment, Stop all this, all this division that we got going on here. Because the bottom line is, when that Second Amendment was written, mm-hmm. whether the framers liked it or not, mm-hmm. they wrote it for everybody. Yep. And I am everybody. Yes, sir. And the law-abiding citizens of this city are everybody. Mm-hmm. And we want our rights, and we want to keep our rights. And by God, we're going to keep them, come hell or high water. I think that pretty much sums it up. I mean, I can't really say much more about that. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Power I, to you, buddy. I I wish, and not that he would, I mean, he's from Greensboro, so he wouldn't be in our district, but I really hope this man runs for office. For something. For something. Even if it is city council. Because you know what? That's where he's going. He went to the local level, which is actually where you can affect as an individual. That is the place that you can affect yeah. change. Is the local level. Yep. That's where you can go. That's where you can do your most damage as a, as a citizen. Yep. Everybody thinks that, oh, it's, you know, it's when you vote and go for the presidency and this, uh, no, 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 no. It's it. the reason why our congressmen and our senators are crap 
for all intents and purposes, right, is because of the fact that we're not watching our tail and fixing our stuff here mm. on the local level. We're yes. not worrying about what's going on in our town. So therefore, the people that are running our towns are they're the ones who are sending people to Congress. Yes. And then they're the ones who are voting on the people who are going to be running for president. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who are setting this entire thing up while we all sit back and complain about it. Yeah, you know, the funny thing is we actually we touched on this last week when yeah, we, we were talking with Riaz. Mm-hmm. He came out and said, you know, the local level is where we really need to be talking about stuff. Yep. He was the one that came out and said that. Now, I may not agree with what he believes in, in many cases, when it comes to politics. Yeah. Well, yeah, we might <laughs> but, look at things differently. But and, we and, both and, agree but, that the local level is where we should be effective. Yes. Because that's that. And, and that's what I tried to lead on going back to with that conversation with him is, you know, who knows better about your house than mm-hmm. you? Exactly. You know what I mean? I can't go to your house and tell you how to live your life and how to spend your money and how to make your budget because I don't live in your situation. Right. I don't know what you have. I don't have that experience. I'm literally from the outside looking in. I'm Whereas, on the outside. Yeah, don't. don't mm-mm. Mm-mm. Stained? Mm-mm. Anybody? No. No? Nope. Okay. We're moving on. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, nobody nobody knows how to run your life better than you do. Yes. And the problem with it is, is we've gotten to a point where we've allowed people who are hundreds, in some cases thousands of miles away, to literally dictate to us how we're supposed to live when they've never been in our life. They've never seen where we live. They don't know the experiences that we've had. They don't have any of that to base a solid, sound judgment on what our community should be. Yes, but Dylan, I can see through you. I can see your true colors. I can't. I can't. The song is now stuck in my head. I'm gonna stab you with a pen. Anyway, no, but I hate really, you so bad right you now. You are right. Look, that—that that is the point. Yeah. The the way that we affect change is we affect change by involving ourselves in the most local things that we can do. Yep. Uh, there are hundreds and hundreds and thousands of positions that are up for election that nobody goes for that nobody at all fights for you have the same person up for election nobody contending against it nobody at all the guy just gets elected and elected and elected by default because there's nobody Nobody contending there's there's no argument there's nobody to, to to fight sides there's nobody to say well i can do this better or i have a better idea Yep. And if you go and you look, you want to affect change, you want to do something better, go actually go actually look at the candidates that are in that are in place right now. Yeah. In your district, in your, district. In your local area. Look, and if you can't do it, find somebody no. who will go and do it. Yeah, look, midterms are right around the corner. They have to a be lot. they have to be filed. Yeah, like well, right I was, now. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, midterms around the corner. If you can't, if you're not even, I'm not even talking about from that level. I'm talking yeah. about to get to to enact your change. The midterms yeah. are coming right now. Is the most crucial time for actual uh, for the local people for for us to make our actual change. This is it. This is the moment that we can do this in because. You know, like in our case with uh, mm-hmm. Alan Chesser. Yes. In our, well, in my district. Well, your case. It's my not district. My case, but that's case. what I'm saying. In my district. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have Alan Chesser. The only way he's going to be able to make it to the general is by people's support. Is by people like me. Yep. Getting behind it and, and trying to vote for him mm-hmm. or, or anybody else that's that's running that's in the district. This is where those changes happen because otherwise, and again, I'm using it from my personal spot, but otherwise, if he doesn't make it, then we're stuck with. George holding again, and, and it's not. It's good. really not good. It's not good. Really not good. And so, 
This is where the change starts. This is where you actually are the most important. It's not the presidency. The president is the last. It is the highest office in the land, but it's only the highest office in the land because it's the only office that is the executive over all 50 states. That's it. That's 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 all. But we have so many things that we can do here locally. We yeah. have more power in the hands of local government. Yes. In the hands of local and state and in the individual than they ever do in, in the in the federal elections. Look, the local the local government, just throwing this out there, mm-hmm. affects not just what you know how you know is not just a ripple going out throughout the rest of the country and throughout the rest of the state. Um, it also, if you you know if you're involved and you set it up properly. <laughs> also will help protect you from the crap coming from the top down. Exactly. You know what I mean? When Trump yes. starts to want to roll things down or do things going down the line, they're going to turn around and say, hey, um, no, you're not going to because boom, 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 and they'll be able right. to be ready to fight it. Yes. And that, it, again, that's the most important thing to do, period. Exactly. You have to get out there. You have to be able to to either present yourself as a as a person who is willing to serve in that area, or if you find somebody that you can back, back them with everything that you have. Money, support of any kind of, you know, go put a sign out in your yard. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just, just anything. Yeah. Anything you can do because if they're not wasting their time, you know what I mean? They're doing it because they believe in it and they want change. And if you want the same change, you need to support those folks. Exactly. yeah. But anyway, we're going to get ready and take a break. You're listening to Defenders of American Exceptionalism on the Lanterns Radio Network. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Money. You gotta have it. When you need it, what do you do? If you don't have a rich uncle, call Lending Tree. With us, hundreds of banks compete for your business, so you'll get loans with competitive interest rates, and in some cases, with no closing costs. So here's the deal. If you need money, call us. Do you want to refinance your current loan? Are you 62 or older and interested in a reverse mortgage? Then call Lending Tree now. 800-469-7208. 800-469-7208. We've closed over $250 billion in loans. We know what we're doing and can help you. Call right now for a free quote. 800-469-7208. 800-469-7208. 800-469-7208. That's 800-469-7208. NMLS number 1136. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 800-942-3078. 800-942-3078. Again, that's This is Ricky from Banyan Hill. <laughs> you like freedom? I do. I do. You like money? I do, too. I do, too. <laughs> you oh. like freedom and money? I've apparently been replaced by some dude named Jack. <laughs> I don't like that new dude named Jack. I really don't. He's nope. kind of a And you know what? Douche. So, funny thing. Hope, y'all, hope you guys enjoyed the commercials. Uh, like I said. Or that we announced it, at the beginning that Like I said, people, at the very beginning of the show where I announced it. And I said something about it, you know. If you had been here, please, if those things, uh, if the things that our advertisers actually go for, if uh, that's something that you're interested in, uh, look into them. Call them. Use those 1-800 numbers that they use. Those actually direct them to us um, so that that supports them and they support us. And that's what makes the world go round. That's right. That's capitalism. Yeah. And then, you know, I might, I, I, I just, I don't know. You don't know? I miss, I do, miss, I, I, I keep, I can't, I'm still, I'm still upset that we've, we've lost Ricky. <laughs> we've lost him. He'll always be in your heart. He will. I, I'm going, I'm going to find a way to bring Ricky. him back. If I have to make my own commercial just to play it to hear every now and again, I'm going to bring Ricky back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. We'll see what happens. I know. But anywho. Moving, moving on, on. moving oh on God. to our next topic. Oh. Something that also, again, has kind of hit us a little close to home. Way too close to home. Um, so it, it was, was not exactly planned this way, BT Dubs. <clears throat> we weren't we weren't shooting strictly for. Oh, look, this is normal North Carolina stories. This is really close to home. Let's it, use this. This one just popped up. Yeah. I want to say I think I saw it like first time this morning, and it was I. I even I was rather shocked. Yes. Um, but so so, which one do you want to use? Do you want to use the Blaze? Do you want to use WRAL? Let me well, know. we'll start. We'll start with the. We could start, start with yeah, the blaze. Start with the blaze one, just to get the basic. The the, the basic nutshell is is the uh, the a black parent is unhappy that a white privilege handout was sent home to her second grader son. Oh, yeah. Wow. Second grade. Hmm. And they're trying to say something to the effect of, you know, hey. There's apparently an issue with, and the way it starts off is uh, uh, understand the concept of white privilege. Understanding white privilege. Yeah. Hmm. Because that's, 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 what, that's what you do, apparently, is you introduce the, the concept of, air quotes, white privilege at second grade. So then they can start to be indoctrinated uh, at an early age to move on to, you know, continue the fight and the belief that, that you know, hey... Apparently, we're racist. Hey, guess what? 
everybody's a racist, and you're going to figure out why. Yes. Isn't that great? Isn't it great? It's good stuff. Isn't it's, that it's, wonderful? It's, That's just so good. It is. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the, the mother's name uh, is, uh, oh, uh, yeah, Amber Pabin. Pabin? God, I'm going to get into Oh, you're going to be so much trouble for that. Uh, her eight-year-old son came home. Uh, one day last month from a Hunter Magnet Elementary School in Raleigh mm-hmm. uh, with a two-sided mm-hmm. paper uh, in his hands, and the mom was very, very, very upset. Yes. Um, the My son comes home to ask me, Mommy, are white people better than me? She recalls to the station, he's eight years old. What does he need to know about racism or white Privilege, and I have to say, I completely agree. That is a good question. Why? So apparently, she didn't actually catch this until they were on step three. Oh, good. So, and let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had an idea about uh-huh. a step-by-step process, um, with that step-by-step process, um, how many would there be to explain to a black community that white people are racist? How many Let's steps? See. How many steps? How many steps? Good round number. Mm-hmm. I could think of mm-hmm. maybe 11. 11. Yeah. Are you sure? That doesn't sound very round. I know. It sounds like a prime. It does. But it doesn't sound round. Well, but primes can be round. But this one isn't. I know. It's not. <laughs> but you would be correct. I would be correct. You it's almost like correct. I knew the story in advance. I know. It's, it's like weird. Almost. Almost. It's almost. Like we prepped for this or yeah, something. Something like that. But yes, so there are. There are 11... Um, Eleven steps, apparently, that mm-hmm, the, the, the mm-hmm. school teacher at this magnet school in Raleigh had gotten from the citizen, uh, Citizenship and just Social Justice website. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them. And I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. December 16th, 1773. And now, what really happened at the Boston Tea Party? (laughs) What are they doing? They're throwing all the king's tea and coffee into the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my coffee. Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters. Yeah, that would be a trebuchet mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patriots for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? Mm. What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-218-6473. 800-218-6473. That's 800-218-6473. PatriotEnergyAZ.org slash Mojo50. Want to save some cash on your electric bill every month? Maybe even get a check back from your electrical provider? That's where you start. PatriotEnergyAZ.org slash Mojo50. 
Citizens and Social Justice website. Yeah, which is literally citizenship and social justice dot dot com. In case because you guys want to frequent it or you, you know, want to look into it. Um, let's see. A reading it says, while anyone can benefit from the resources that make up this guide, I do not deny that I make a concerted effort to keep mm-hmm. white Americans reading. Ooh. Mm, as mm. I discuss later, this stubborn but often lovable demographic is one of the most often gets racism wrong. Gentler, generally, they are the ones who most need a guide. Now, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to stop there for a moment. Um... As being someone who is deemed and considered to be a white guy, yes, um, you are a white guy. The the a description, very, very white guy. The way, <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying I'm as, I'm, I'm, as, I'm as colored as a polar bear? Is that what you're trying to say? It's about, but uh-huh. they have some color in their fur sometimes. Well, it's on their nose. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, the way that that description just laid all that out, I'm sorry, but I find that rather offensive. And I usually don't, but I'm like, it's just the way you could, the, the part that is in parentheses, but often lovable? Yes. Often I lovable. I feel like whoever this is literally is patting me on the head going, it's okay, little fella, it's okay. <laughs> don't worry, dummy. Here, put the helmet on, you'll be fine. Which way did it go, George? That's ex- exactly, oh exactly. So, so let's, finally, finally, what, as a huh? desperate, what? What? a desperate... Despite, uh, despite, if despite. you quit moving it, I can read it. Finally, despite its considerable length, consider this as a guide as a primer, one likely to take in over an extended period of time. Here's the contents. Okay, step stop. Hold on. One. Hold. We're going to stop. We're not even going to start on step no, one yet. You've got to hold on. Wait a minute. Okay. Primer. As in, like, priming the pump? Mm-hmm. As in, like, primary schooling? As in, like, primary education, as in this is the first steps into making sure that our social justice ideology and indoctrination will be presented and forever inculcated into our existence? That's the way I'm going, yes. Um, Now, granted, again, I could be still very highly uh, offended that I'm being talked to and, and talked down to, so maybe I'm just being a little... You are being talked down to. I am talking down talk to, or talked down to, but maybe it's just being offended by that. I don't know. But anyway, maybe. let's let's start this. Uh, step one: understand the importance of confronting race, despite the taboo of race. Okay, now hold on. This is a this is a tab. I've got to open it up here. Uh-huh. Wanna wanna make sure what we're doing here. So, it, it, but that's just the taboo of race. Okay, the taboo of race. Oh, you know what? It's not actually a tab. It's just a drop down. Oh, good. I don't like these guys. It's actually just a drop down. All right, so we'll just go over those things. Yeah, anyway. we'll go through. So, the first step is committing to a dive deep to a to dive deep into race. Yeah, I don't know who wrote this thing. Oh, guys, what yeah. is wrong with you? Before we do, a few words about intersectionality. Mm. Which stresses the interconnectedness mm-hmm. of our overlapping identities. Okay, I feel like stop. we t- I feel like there. we talked about that there. once before. Let's go to step two. Uh, the under understand fun uh, the foundational concept of race and ethnicity. Ooh. That sounds amazing, doesn't it? Okay, take a moment and think about the stereotypes you have learned about various racial groups. Okay, like. That Asians yes, can't drive. Yes, it's uncomfortable. You don't necessarily have to believe them. 
to include them in your mental list. Okay, hold on. Hold no, on. no, 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 stop. No, really, stop. No. Stop reading and list a few before you move on to the next paragraph. Okay. Can I, can I, can I do this now? So you mean to tell me that going back to the, <laughs> Hold on. You don't necessarily have to believe them. This that, is a leading, and this is literally just leading you into a thought process. That's all it is. It's not teaching you anything. This is straight up propagandized indoctrination. This is fascinating. Holy criminy, guys. Which ones came to mind? That black black Americans are are better at sports? Wait a minute. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no. Stop. Stop. That whites can't dance? Stop. Can whites dance? No. No. Can blacks better in sports? <laughs> yes. Yeah, pretty much. The Asian Americans are better at math? Um, yes. They Do you know why? And we, there's, there's proof in it. There's reasons for every single one of those. White people, most of us, don't have rhythm. It's just how it is. Uh, well, yeah, I, I do. Well, I do too, but that's a whole different thing. The reason why most black people are better at sports than than you know white people. Well, most white people, if you want to go down the the level, then there is some forms of 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 racism there always is but if you if you want to compare basically most most of the black community are out doing what playing sports they play against each other they are constantly doing stuff they are driven to that's that's their niche the reason why asians are better at math do you know why because their culture has a line that this is what you will do and no one is allowed to go under that line yes. whereas the rest of us kind of go well here's the line that we would like you to be at timmy but you know what if you decide that you want to do something else you mm-hmm. can go wherever you want to go yes it's called having a standard and setting it. Basically, every last one of these things are standards that these demographics have set for themselves, and they choose to meet them, and the other ones don't. Wow, guys. Wow. There are not a lot of blacks. So, white men can't jump. <laughs> the rhythm is going to get you, and there's not a lot of black swimmers. All true. All very true. All very true. All very true. And you're all racist for it, by the way. But it is all completely true. So whether we believe them or not, we can all rattle them off. Because they're all true. But here's the good news. Oh, good. Science confirms that there is no biological basis that these racial uh, racial uh, for these racial stereotypes. You're absolutely right. There's no biological difference between a black guy and a white guy. Other than skin color, skin color, other which than is the why, pigment of your skin. That's which, it. Which is why we specifically set up the idea that we're all from one people. Yeah, because we're all the same. Yeah. People. So here's we're here's, all, here's why I get confused human about this race. So so and apparently this is a new thing then. Yes. So races this, this whole thing with the racial disparity disparities and all this mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm, apparently, mm-hmm. it's people think that there's a, a biological. I don't know superiority. It doesn't. I, I've never understood that. I just thought it's it was... It's a culture thing. It's stupid. It's anyway, let's, let's go to step three. Begin to, and that's in parentheses, understand the concept of white privilege, which this was where... This is where she stepped in. had finally become aware. Okay, so this is the stuff that got brought and to this, the mom. Okay, this is what brought, got brought to the mom, and this is what blew her mind. Yeah. Congress is 90% white. Mm. Governors are 96% white. Top military advisors are 100% white. President and vice president, 100% white. Not true. Not true. Current POTUS cabinet, 91% right. A white. Sorry. I wish they were right. Anyway, yeah, they're not right. Uh, people who decide which TV shows we see, 93% white, including BET. 
Which is ironic. We decide which books we read. 90% white. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you saying that our educators are 90% white? Because those are the people who decide which books we read. Now, if you're talking about authors, yeah, um, yeah, you're right. That's because most of the people that we read are from the past when that those were the only people writing. That were allowed to write. Yeah. yeah. So people who decided which news is covered, 85% white. Yes, once again, you're talking about a media service yes. that is controlled by a very small group of people. Who have been in power and doing their things. And since, doing their media service yeah, forever. literally Moby Dick was a minnow. Exactly. People who decide which music is produced, 95% white. Also true, but once again, it's the same group of people. Well, but, and I would argue, and maybe I'm, I'm wrong. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But then again, well, your argument, I bet you anything, has something to do with the new, new style of media. How well, we have everything, how we have everything out here today where people no longer get put into things because of producers that are 90, 95% white. It's because of like American Idol and YouTube. They can actually get stardom and become famous without that junk. Well, there, I was going to go there, but there was all. And what is your point? I, 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 that was your point. Actually, not mine. Um, um, what is his point? That I don't think there is a point. It, it, what do you mean? Okay, they're white. Does, is that actually a problem or not? I mean, does, <laughs> okay, because it starts off. It says, "Here's a, here's a, go back up, go back up. No, no, no. go back okay, right here. Yeah, go here? here's a paradox. White dominates the culture, from our government leaders to the professors, or to the professors to our media stars." Yet, for the most part, far too many white Americans, whiteness remains unexamined. Can I ask a question real quick before mm-hmm. we go forward? All right. In Congress, 90% white. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Let, l- l- let me go back to a little bit between the uh, civil rights and everything mm-hmm. else. Um, before the civil rights, before everything else going on, what about the Civil War? Um, right mm-hmm. after the Civil War, we had a huge congregation of congressmen and senators that were all of let's say black they were all black mm, yeah yeah they were also all republican yeah that was weird there was also a uh, if and you can correct me if i'm wrong but the the exact same uh uh, uh date and time frame mm-hmm. also had um they are they had their own uh wall street Yes. Black Wall Street. Yes, they did. They used to have that up but and then, running. But and, then there was every- also a uh, uh, this this other thing that started right around the same time called the KKK. Yeah, I wonder who started that one. Oh, that was a uh, Democrat. That was uh, oh Woodrow Wilson. No, no, no. He didn't start it. He, he just revived well, it. it. Well, I I blame him for officially starting it because it was not as he anyway. revived it. He that did. Was, that was uh, Nathan Bedford Forrest, I think. Is that right? That no, was Forrest. It was one of the Forrests, but not Nathan yeah. It wasn't Bedford. Nathan Bedford, but, but it was, it was one of the Forrests. And, he uh, was involved with it for sure. Yeah. Uh, but so, the point of the matter is, is, is a lot of this stuff, and let's part of it, yes, is is the the one. There are. I'm not saying everyone in these positions of power have, are being completely nefarious. Yes. Okay. But there are people who are. Mm-hmm. What it is is it's not even against necessarily demographics so much anymore as it is about they just want to keep the power for themselves. Okay. Period. Yes. It's it's you can't come from the 90s 
like we all did, mm-hmm. or most of us have done, yes. where it, we, I believed, you know, we had finally gotten past the whole racial thing. Yeah. I really thought we had. Mm-hmm. And suddenly now it's a big issue again. Yeah. I See, I grew up in an era where that wasn't a thing. Yeah, me too. I, that's what I grew up in. I grew up in a time frame where it was like, oh, yeah, there were a lot of these problems, but we've gotten past this. Yeah. This isn't a problem for us anymore. And it is down so, so far. And then I became an adult, and suddenly it became a big problem again. Like somebody decided to infiltrate our society and inject stupidity. Yeah. No, I'm not going to say. And take us back 35 years. Yeah, no, I'm not going to say that there are not instances scattered throughout America and throughout our day <laughs> that, that somebody somewhere is not um, judged or, or, or racially profiled. It happens all the time. Everybody does it. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but it's not near to the extent that it's being made out to be right now. Right. And it, it is driving me insane that they want to just keep on keeping on. But anyway, we've got we got to move forward. So step four is understand the historical foundations of white privilege. Apparently, there's a video for that. Oh, good. Not going to worry about that. Oh, right that now. was. Oh, okay. Let's just go through the thing. So, Melissa Harris Perry. We don't want to hear her. No, I don't want to go Melissa Harris Perry. Melissa Harris Perry. All right. So the Naturalization Act of 1790, the Indian Removal Act of 1830, the People vs. Hall in 1854, Dred Scott decision, which was a horrible decision, and we all yeah, understand. We that. all know the all Holmes- Homestead Act in 1862, the Dawes Act in 1877, the Chinese Exclusion Act in 1882, the Alien Land Law Mm. in 1913, the Johnson-Reed Act, Social Security Act. Wait, what? (laughs) Social Security is racist? Well, according to it, it said it which provided Social Security to all except agricultural and domestic workers. Oh, uh, who, who were, were disproportionately black, black Americans, American. Mexicans, and Asians. Oh. I don't which, understand how that works. The Wagner Act, uh, the GI Bill, and the Anti-Drug wait, whoa, Abuse. Whoa. The, the original GI Bill from 1944. Yeah, a series of federal programs that help veterans attend college, receive job training, start businesses, and purchase homes. Yep. Because... They said the programs were overwhelmingly went to white veterans. Um, if you go into the military and you qualify for it, it doesn't. They don't hold it against you racially, right? And so all way, that is is just a disparaging difference between how many black people went in at the time as opposed to how many whites went in went at out, the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. The Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1988. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which imposed harsher penalties for crack cocaine convictions uh, and disproportionately used by black Americans than than for powdered cocaine. So apparently because crack was used more by black people than cocaine was used by white people, they were hurt worse. Even though it's the same drug. Which I would argue it is true. There there was a difference. And I, I give you that, but you can't Right, but you again, can't go this through. goes back to the local level, folks. Okay, we have to we have to burn through this. So Understand the concept of racism. That's step oh, five. Good. We're not going to go through that at the moment. No, because it just gets worse and worse yep, yep, from yep. there. Explore case study of racism, the criminal justice system. Oh, so that's there talking about there. I will give it to cradle, you. Cradle to the uh, jail. Yeah, cradle to the cell. Cradle to the cell. Right. Understand the importance of intersectionality, or don't. Or don't. That's what I would recommend. Because it's not good. Understand manifestations of racism. They have a pyramid. That was We did that pyramid. They have a pyramid chart. We did that Oh, yeah, we did do that one. Yeah, we did. We did that one a long time ago. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah, we did. Oh, my gosh. It's been a while. Blast from the past. <sighs> it's yes. right there in our face. And they're teaching Where's that the in other school. One? Good Lord. There oh, you go. Immerse yourself 
In racial identities. Racial identities. But don't appropriate any of them. No, never, never. Step 10, explore ways to fight and heal from racism. Wait, isn't... Uh, Wait a shouldn't we take the advice of other people who have gone through racism and they say the best way to not be racist is to not be racist and not talk about racism like it is still a problem because it wasn't a problem 20 years ago? You're anyway. Head. Um, anyway. You and your common sense. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, uh, 11, repeat these steps until anti-racist action is an integral part of your life. Wait, so you're saying that the last step is to constantly repeat this in your mind so that it drills into your head that uh-huh. you are a racist and there is something wrong with you. Self-propagandizing. And the best part about this is, is this is literally in that thing until anti-racist action is an integral part of your life. Translation, you are inherently a racist and bastard I'm, and you I'm going got, to teach you why yes and you have to learn to stop being such yes because you are wow and you need to stop wow stop it stop it you racist and, that, and the best part is that is being taught in our local schools so i guarantee you it's going to be in one of yours oh, as well so isn't you, that wonderful if any of you have parent or have school kids you might want to kind of look into that too. isn't that just special that's yeah, just special but might anyway. it be satan it could be it could, it be, could satan. be it could be satan so anyway, anyway we're going to take a break uh, don't go anywhere because I need to get more water. And oh my goodness, yeah. that's just that was just a lot. There's still so much we could have done so deep in oh, there. Man, you're listening to Defenders of American Exceptionalism on the Lanterns Radio Network. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 866-657-8517-866-657-8517. 657-8517 that's 866-657-8517 you're listening to the lanterns radio network we are the network dedicated to empowering the individual illuminating the truth defending american exceptionalism and inspiring future generations stay connected and get involved Lanterns.buzz for great radio. Get commentary and news of the day. Lanterns.buzz. And welcome back. You're listening to Defenders of American Exceptionalism on the Lanterns Radio Network. Man, what a day. We are. 
It is a day. This is a day and a half. We are live on Facebook at Defenders of American Exceptionalism, which is DOAE Show. We are at Twitter and Periscope as well at DOAE Show. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find us at YouTube uh, YouTube at DOAE Show. Patreon.com forward slash DOA show. Don't think. I think this might be a uh, a repeating a thing, recurring it's, theme it's, here. It's pretty simple, really. I mean, keep it all. We do. We do close the thing. We're also on iHeartRadio. If you mm-hmm. want to keep us on the road while you're driving yeah. around, you look at us for Defenders of American Exceptionalism on iHeartRadio. We're also on Spreaker, YouTube, or uh, Spreaker, mm-hmm. iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, everything that you can yeah. find. Anytime that you can listen to a podcast or anywhere else, you can find us there. We you can are find there. us there. We are we're, there. We're there for you. For you. That's how it rolls. I'm here for you. There was another song I was trying to think of. Since you want to turn around and blast me every time for, oh, for I am, a I am song. Definitely I blast songs in your face I, every <laughs> single time. It's, I could, it could be so much worse. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow, really? Anyway, so That's we, where you're going to go? I was. I was. Genie? I know. I, I miss, hey, you know what? I miss Robin Williams. I'm a genie in a bottle. I'm not rubbing you the right way. <laughs> um, Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much for going with that. <laughs> because you know what? That kind of leads us into our next story. It it does. Mm. It does. But before we get into it real fast, Lance, dude, you hit it on the head. So the best way... To not be racist is constantly be thinking of being racist. I think that pretty much sums it up, yeah, right? I pretty mean, much. That, pretty much. The I don't best know way. if I can get it any further uh, than that. I, I, so, think you, I think you hit the nail on the The rest head. of y'all have got some catching up to do to that. Oh. Mm. <laughs> okay. So finally. He nailed it. We did a survey. We didn't do a survey. We found a survey. Survey says. We didn't find a survey. We did, well, two-thirds of millennials are certain. Mm-hmm. The Earth is round. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. The rest, the rest say it might be flat. <laughs> okay, so sure. I think the way I read that then is that a survey says two thirds of millennials are smart, and, and a third are dumber than a box of hammers. And by the way, so it says millennial. It doesn't actually mean millennial. It means the 18 to 24 bracket. See, technically, you and I are also considered part of the millennial generation because we're before th- the age of 34. I'm not. Oh, you aren't? Mm. You're older than that? Mm. Oh, man. Thank God. I'm sorry. Thank God. I am part of that generation, apparently. It sucks to be you. It sucks to be me. But we're not talking about that. We're talking <laughs> about the ones that are in college or going into college. So technically, they're not even the millennial generation anymore no they're not the millennials no that's not who they are and that's that's the scary part this this is the scary part this next generation that we have coming up that we call the millennial generation right now they're not the millennial generation that was mine nope 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 and, and well and technically they, they it's an argument because i was you know i was born in 81 and mm. and december no less so i always get the short end of the stick anyway yeah you do but anyway yeah you do you have a lot of short ends on the, the stick it's <laughs> It's, it's really bad. It's, so start this off as, as the, the question was, is do you believe the world is round? And this is from today.yougov.com. Yes. Yes. And the question next is, do you believe the world is round or flat? Um, 84%, I have always believed the world is round. Now, I'm going to start, just pause it right there. I have always believed the world is round. I've always believed. Now, doesn't that kind of, like, and these are questions. These are the options that these people are given before mm-hmm. they ask the question. Um, it's not like people will sit there and go, oh, I believe it. Oh, okay, that's he said he believed it. 
This was the multiple choices that these people were given. Okay, so so okay, I'm going to. They've already led them out the gate, though, saying that it's believed, right? Because not that the world is flat, is or is not, is very different than believe. It's it's. Do you believe? I believe I'm going to have an aneurysm before this is over. I can tell you that now. Okay, so um, just going to go through. Here are the options. I have always believed. I have always thought, but more recently, I am skeptical. I always thought How the world you, okay. was flat, but more God. recently, I am skeptical and have my doubts that it's flat. Uh-huh. I have always believed that the world is flat. <laughs> Not sure. Those are your options. There's so much about that that's hard to understand. Okay. So, so. here's what here's my question. Okay. Okay, yeah. One one question going mm-hmm. to the two middle ones and there's always that middle ground. Yeah. The two middle grounds of not sure? Yeah, the the well, the, the two I, doubts. I yeah, the two the two doubts. They're like, how do you enlighten me? And even if you always thought it was flat and you suddenly now are kind of well, I'm having my doubts. What evidence do you need that, that has given you these doubts? What has manifested itself suddenly that you go, hmm. hmm? And this would go from the other side. You've grown up your entire life being told the world is round, and you suddenly go, but I have my doubts. What? What What, what in the doubts? world makes you doubt it? What doubt? And they don't go into that. That's the worst part. They don't actually go into what are the doubts, how do things happen, why do you believe that? Uh, why do you believe that? No. They just say, "Do you believe?" And so, as a total, so as a total, eighty-four mm-hmm. percent of people believe that the world is round. Eighty-four percent as total. Now, if you break it down, you can break it down by different things. You can break it down by politics. You can break it down that by has gender. Do you can break it down by region. But they decided to break it down by age. Yes. So let's break it down by age. Let's break it down by age. We got like a minute and a half. We could do that. I have always believed that the world is round. 66% 18 to 24, 76%, 25 to 34, 35 to 44-year-olds, 82%, 45 to 54-year-olds, 85%, and 55 plus 94%. By the way, which that's embarrassing. You've had more people go into space in your lifetime than... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're going to turn around now and go, well, no, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, that was all fake. Once Whatever. Again, this is an idea and a subset of indoctrination that you cannot believe the knowledge that has been passed to you mm-hmm. via every generation going through. So the 18 to 24-year-olds, 66%, I have always believed. Mm-hmm. 9%, I've always believed, but... Again, the doubts. Five, you know, five, but you know where those come from? The mm, internet. The internets. 5% say, I have always believed it was flat, but... <laughs> That's not from the internet. 4%, I have always believed the world is flat, and 16% are not sure. Are not sure. 16% of the 18 to 24-year-old generation I can tell you why are they're not, not sure. sure. I can tell they're you why they're not sure. They're also not sure about what gender they are. They're also not sure about what color they are. I can tell they're you also why. Not... Do you want to know why they're not sure? Yes. Because they're snorting condoms and they're inhaling laundry detergent. And that's that why folks, they're not sure. And that's the show. There you go. We're going to end with that. Yes. Yes, we are. We Get are your kids out of public that. school. I don't need to say anything yeah, else. That's done. We're done. We're trying to teach systemic We're racism and propagandize them. Mm-hmm. 
Apparently they're being taught that the world is flat. Yes. Yeah, I, I think homeschooling is kind of the route to go. Yes. So y'all enjoy. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. I mean, just sincerely, from the bottom of our hearts, like we wouldn't do it if it wasn't for you guys. We wouldn't be doing this. Oh yeah, so. and uh, hey, shout out. Um, we actually had somebody talk to us via uh, Spreaker today. Yeah, uh, which Mr. Is Mark Harris. Uh, that's our first person that we've ever heard ever or in a year that have done this. Never. And never had anybody. So, dude. So thanks. Keep looking at us. Keep tweeting. You probably don't even hear us anymore. You, you, you sound like you, it looked like you got a little frustrated at the end there. I'm sorry you know about what? that, but we're I all... hope you're still listening. And if you are, um, we're trying, man. Hey, we're trying. Look, we're on Spreaker, SoundCloud, Spreaker's iTunes, the... everything. Facebook, DOA Show, Twitter, DOA Show. Guys, mm-hmm. we'll see you Wednesday, 9 p.m. Another great show. Don't go anywhere. Have a great night. Bye bye. Bye. is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Breaking. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years, because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.